Golight presents the Talking Bollocks Podcast. The hip knocker. Yo, yo, here we are, episode 48 of the Talking Bollocks podcast. It's me, CLB. It's me, Teddy Flower. And today we're joined by Joey. Come on, yeah, the fuck. <laughs> now you're used to this. I'm just like making you sweat there. Yeah. Joe McGuckin, Joe McGuckin. Joe McGuckin, part two. So the reason why we got Joe back in is because the last time we were under a lot of uh, time constraints and it was very rushed and I feel like we're only getting into it and yeah. then we had to stop. So it's like deja vu, really, isn't it? Basically, yeah. <laughs> all over again. But you're fresh at today. You're pure more than a giant today. So, yeah. Yeah. I went for a short. I yeah, went for a short, short today. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh book at the door yeah. as well. You could have went for an iron now, but sure. Look. I know, I know. <laughs> I was, I was rushing with a hammer. I, didn't, I, I shouldn't have rushed because fucking sitting here for you're an hour. Nick you, Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> in some Nick. Shh, William, I don't Are you in the gym? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the gym, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, does it look like it? Yeah, bro. It's just a really tight short, man. I went once. I went once. Like, Come out, did you? Get your haircut. I did get me here. What do you think? There's a place out in uh, Kulak. Don't be uh, plugging places here. Where I, I don't even know the name yeah. of the place. I don't even know the name of the place, but it's in. Yeah. How much you pay, bro? Fifteen euros. Oh, you come up from the five cuts. Yeah, I mean they probably want the five tip, but I just went, yeah, fifteen euro top. Did you only give them fifteen? Yeah. You're a scruff, I swear to God, I don't trust people like you. Tips are a thing with me. All right, if, if you want 20 euro, just charge 20 euro. Like, why? Just, I'm not mad about because the, it's just the, like, the industry. Especially with America. You yeah. don't need to tip somebody. Well, well, I, I, they I properly see where it comes like, from that like, you should earn a tip. Like, if someone hands you a coffee and expects more money, you'd be like, what did you do, mate? You've done your job. Yeah, give me more. Give me something. That Whereas I, if someone goes above and beyond. Actually, you know what happened to me before? My card got the client, like, blocked, right? Listen to this one. Uh, I went and got a coffee, the same place I get a coffee every day, tapped my card, and the man goes, that didn't go through. And I was like, what? So then I put it in the machine, put the, the pin and all in, and he goes, that's still not going through. And I was like, oh, big hill, people behind me. And the man goes, ah, oh, don't worry, mate. Like, have it. And I was like, oh, I have money. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? Rang AIB, they were like, yeah, suspicious activity on your card. Guess what the website was? What? Nike. Suspicious activity off a website I probably use once a week. <laughs> so no, so uh, I went and I took a, the unblocked it and I took a score out and I gave your man the full score and he's like, the coffee's a rev or three something. I was like, mate, hold on to it. I said, you deserved it because you're at the, you done something good for me. Hold on to it. You know yeah, Leo. Yeah. Love that. Now, that's a zinger. Do you tip the barber or do you not tip the barber? Depends on what the haircut is. No, they if should, your if barber they, charges twenty seven euro for a haircut, you, you have to pay him forty. You give him thirty. Fuck that! No, twenty seven is way too expensive for a haircut. But it's only three euro extra then. Doesn't matter. Then then, then charge thirty euro. No, if you, you want get 30 the good euro, service, bro. Don't be giving her all that. No Look way. at that for a cut. Good service, me arse. Joe, it's good ser- thirty quid for that cut. Tell the truth. Was it? Was that 30 quid? No, that was free. You're getting free haircuts now <laughs> off the 400, lads. You're not even joking. Bro, you get the haircut, you get the beard done, right? My beard, I don't have a beard, but you get the beard done. The reason we don't have a beard, oh, you don't have a beard, is because you got it done every four days. You got a hot towel, you get the facial yolks and all, the whole lot. 400 and cabinet, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, please, you get the whole works. Yeah. So, do you tip the barber or do you not tip the barber, right? That's a zinger. Mm-hmm. 
Right? My barber better not be looking at my mom when you at me. Yeah. I'm going to say, it's not going to be a popular one, but no, don't tip the barber. No. And it's the same with delivery drivers. I, I made a, a sketch about this, but like when the delivery driver kind of <laughs> sits around waiting. That, that was <laughs> a good <laughs> one. <laughs> sketch. And he's like... Yeah. He's like oh, a waiting around. Like, there's a delivery fee. This, this is the fee. This is for you. You're delivering the food. This is the fee for that. And you want me to give you more money on top of the fee for doing what the delivery fee is supposed to pay for? No. No, Come you're on. a dope boy. I don't give a bollock. <laughs> I don't give a bollock. I'm not standing by that. You tip the boys, bro. No, fuck that. You fuck have to that. bring in your group to your door. You don't tip the bus driver. You tip a taxi driver and then you don't tip a bus driver. Double standards, man. Double standards. He's making a good argument. No, that's, no, that's decent, yeah. You should give him a tip if he comes to the door. Do you ever see the ones that are like, oh yeah, I'm outside and you're like, you have to run out and you're like, oh when you used to live in the flats, the sometimes wouldn't the come up. Yeah, and if the ones that wouldn't come up, not a chance. Maybe at the end of the flats, yeah. look, you're even getting paid for the yeah. field at all. I yeah. know, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm ordering a delivery and you're not yeah. even fucking delivering it. I have to yeah. get out of the, I have to get dressed. You're better off getting a collection. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have the shoes on. You have to get the shoes on. You have to go out the door. And you're not even putting shoes on. You're putting reservas at the door. You're running down your mass <laughs> high heels. I'll be down now. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. 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 You want a tip? Yeah. But if they're knocking on the door, you look after the boys. I don't give a bollocks. No. Right. That, yeah, you look after them by paying the fucking delivery fee. What That's looking at them. The results. <laughs> Cap is like, right, I'm over this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happened last time. Yeah, I know, I know. Right, I know. Right, we right, we right. gotta show you, don't we, Joe? <laughs> Ireland or Ireland? I asked you earlier, what do you call it? Ireland, 100%. Ireland. No, Ireland is really Ireland. Fuck Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> so, Ireland, fucking joking, anyways. 90%. But how is there still 10% of people saying Ireland? <laughs> Ireland? Yeah, it's, what's it's, Ireland mean? That 10% is Conor McGregor, isn't it? Does he say Ireland? Yeah, Ireland. Does he? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm representing yeah. Ireland. Yeah, that's you can't do it, Conor McGregor. You had to enunciate his words when he yeah. was trying to break America. But now he doesn't give a bollocks. You ever see the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You up this rabbana, Throw that back paw. Yeah. But yeah, Ireland 90, Ireland 10. Yeah, and a pearler or a topper. Never even heard of a topper. Neither a do I. See, that's the culture. Dylan Maud started on me as well. Me nerves, some shit. Dylan I looked over there like I expected to see him. I was like, wait. Yeah, <laughs> what what did I pass him? That one tipped the pop out of the woods. Really hook off him. Oh, pull a big really hand up out of Satan's pocket. Congratulations <laughs> to him on the W though as well. Yeah, Very congrats Dylan, Dylan Maud. Legend of a man. But, see, you converted someone because you converted me last week. Yeah. I made a good strong argument there. About, With the topper, so... Mm. I said to Calvin, a topper, I was like, he said, oh no, we'd call it a topper if it's the bottom of the pencil. And I said, no, we'd call the rubber part the bottom. And then you said... I can't remember what I said. <laughs> you said, how could you call the rubber part the bottom if when you're writing, it's at the top? You know what I mean? Makes sense. What's the bottom it's of the a, pencil? It's a, it's a valid point. The and pointy then you have, part is the, the bottom of the pencil. You have pencil toppers. Remember you used to get pencil toppers in a, yeah. a packet of, and you put that on the rubber ends. Yeah. No, what's a pencil topper? It's okay. You get yeah. it in a fucking cornflakes box or yeah. in a... You know I'd be bleeding more, I don't know, a fucking a cartoon character or something you stick on the top of the pencil. Where the rubber goes basically, yeah, so it'd be like, I don't know, Crash Bandicoot or something. Don't know yeah. that. I'm that. <laughs> That's how old you are. That's such an old thing. Bro, I downloaded it the other day and I was playing it and I was showing Harper. I was like, I used to play this when I was your age. Yeah. And then and she's like, all right, that. Yeah, and then she came in and she came in she's like, are you playing Crash Barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so what was the results? Pair on 91%, 9% topper. And a lot of people writing back saying, sharpener. So that's my zinger for this week because I haven't got a zinger. Sorry. 
is it a pearl up because that got the highest percentage or a sharpener because a lot of people yeah, said a sharpener. That's sharp right, the American, isn't it? Yeah, sharpener, yeah, I think so as well. Did you, did you do rubber and eraser? That, no, that's even more American. Is well, it yeah, eraser, yeah? Yeah, eraser. Oh, that's like, worse than the nappies diaper one. No, that I, that no, I no, last no, time. no. Okay, no, we won't go no, there. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, 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 I have, a, I have, a, I think I have a. Oh, is it one zinger that I'm supposed no, to? No, you can, you can bang out as many as you want. Get the notes out here. I'll get the notes out. Get this camera on me, boys. Which one? Which one? That one. Ah, yeah, sound. Yeah. Because uh, we'll pick it up. Johnny, give me the middle one there. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe. Terrible chop. <laughs> <laughs> I want a paper now. Uh, this was the last. I have a few written down, but this was the last one because I was looking at Christmas decorations outside, and it reminded me of a. Uh, is it Chris Kringle or Chris Kindle? Is it not Chris Crindle? Oh, a mixture of boats. Did we not do this? The triple zinger. The bottling, the Louis film. You don't even know what that means. We done this last year. I'm nearly sure we did. No, because you know what Chris Crindle is. No, 48 episodes is on. It's not even a year. No, we don't. As in Christmas last year. But we missed a couple of trail fucking. Yeah, but we still done Christmas. Remember we did? I'm nearly sure we did this. Where you put bleeding names in the hat, everyone gets a name, you have to get that person present. Ah, present. I know it, I know it. Secret Santa people call Chris. it. Chris. Oh, that's American, that's yeah. American. I don't know what that's called, I never... Chris Kringle. Yeah, I never I thought it was called. I don't know, boys. I would have said Chris Kringle, but some people would say Kringle. Chris Kindle. I'm confused. Because he's coined or something. I think that's a muck one. That's anyways. probably a crap one anyway, but do you remember... <laughs> like, uh, John McGuckin. McGuckin. Me and uh, Darren on Air Podcast... Uh, we were talking about the Premier League bookers, remember? The, the Premier yeah. League books with the stickers that yeah. you put into them. And you get a glittery one. You get a glittery one. Are they called glitzies or shinies? Glitzies. Glitzies. I'd say glitzy, yeah? yeah. I nearly said it there and I had to pull it back. Yeah, because you knew what was glittery going. one. Yeah. A glittery one, yeah. No, it's a glittery. Yeah. Glitzy, yeah. So I think that might be a That's good one. That's a glitzy, because, yeah. No, I know, that is a good one. I, know, I, know yeah. I don't know a, many people. What, what was the other one? Shiny? Shinies. Glitzy are a shiny, yeah? Yeah, no, it's, it's a glitzy. glitzy. It's a glitzy. Oh, oh, I think that's decent. Oh, I actually Do you like that, yeah? Yeah, yeah as well. So we have about 17 singers. <laughs> and this will happen the last one. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah right. I, won't go, I won't go through any of the rest of them. Hold them for your own podcast. Yeah. Because you need content because you're a dirt. Kick him when you're down. After the job, sorry, mate. Or I actually have an. Will I hold it for next Hold it for next week. I need to write it down. Wait, you know. So, would you rather only eat the one meal for the rest of your life? I'll never be able to eat the same meal twice. So every day you're going to have to have a new meal. Can I give me yeah, take Yeah, right, variety. Yeah, just... write down what you want to say for next week so you don't forget. So would you rather only ever eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life or every day it'll have to be a new meal? It, I, I, my initial reaction is every day has to be a new meal. Yeah, you can't have the same meal twice. So let's say you had pizza today, you're never having it for the rest of your life then after that. Yeah, I think I'd go with that, but then they'd probably get shitter and shitter because you'd be running out of there you go. days. I don't think there's enough food to do you for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. How could what? you mix Lads, it up that is. much? Do you ever want the bleeding, the Fragan Rivers fucking menu and all? Do you know what I mean? The yeah, Fraga is yeah. the only place in the world where you can live off for the rest of your life, boys. Yeah. It's like Forrest Gump. 9,000 choices. Do you remember yeah. Forrest Gump and he's like, 
Shrimp soup, shrimp meat, shrimp barbecue, shrimp dish. <laughs> and it's just everything is shrimp, shrimp, shrimp. You know what I mean? Can you do different flavors? Can you do chicken yeah. balls today, salt and chili chicken balls tomorrow, honey and lemon meal. chicken balls the next day? It's a different meal. Is it? Isn't it? But then that, yeah, fuck that. You wouldn't want to eat the same thing over and over and over until you die, yeah, would you? Yeah, but you can chicken. eat certain things over and over. That goes breakfast rolls. I'd eat them every day for the rest of my life. But that's yeah. all you can eat. No problem. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> yeah, but look, that's it. Then it's, what you having for your lunch, sir? It's breakfast roll. Oh, no, he's, he's just that. plugging Deco's breakfast rolls here. Shout out to Deco's. Takes in some little smoothie. Do you want to go get something to eat? Deco's breakfast rolls. <laughs> Put a candle between the two years. Uh, yeah, no, I think I'm going with the one meal, bro. Yeah, Cause you don't what would it be? If, if, if you can't do the flavours, if you can do different flavours, you'll go flavours, can you? No, it has to be one meal. I mean, for the rest of your life, if it has to be something different, then yeah, it can be different flavours. Then it can be flavours. Yeah, like it can be curry noodles... Tomorrow will be chicken noodles. It's still two different And just things. reckon, how so many days have we got left? I reckon you have about 40,000. And do you reckon there's 40,000 decent meals? Hang on, I do that, 40,000 hours, 365 days a year. Yeah, times what? You say about 3, 10 That's years left years. in your... No. 10, 10 left? 10 years? I have a good 10 months left in the uh, education. <laughs> 365 by 10, yeah. 10, so it's 3,065, That's 10 years. And then that... What did I say? No, 40,000? You said 40,000, yeah. So that by 10 is 100 then. I wouldn't be surprised that couldn't hit, hit triple digits. Oh, fuck. I He's should have died years ago. Those boys think I'm a mortal job. So, do you know what, Joe? We say mm. 10,000, that's 30 years. No, 20,000, 60 years, yeah. So 20,000 days. 20,000 days. 20,000 20, different dishes. I'd say that's close to it, boys. In the Fragrant River. But menu. what if there's not? You run out and starve to death? You, no, you won't. You start again. <laughs> you start, you start again. Have you started again? No, there is. There's 20,000. There's 20,000 dishes. Is Has there, to be. Yeah. yeah. What many countries was that? 180 odd? 194 countries. Oh, right. 194. In the world? Yeah. yeah we had, this was a question we had last week. Do you know what? See, when you said last week, 208. Yeah. And then I said, oh, it's 208 or 206. And you guys, when you picked that. Do you know what I think we were thinking? Bones in the human body. Just 206. Isn't it? Yeah. Could fucking, that's what we were thinking. Well, anyway, right. So Can't I would pick a different dish every day because what am I going to live on for the rest of my life? You know what I mean? Nothing particularly fancy for every no, day, no? Every day, no, bro. Shout out, Deco. Right. So that's the singer's box off. Quick shout out. Go shout bro. out. So the big fella Johnny, who we were talking about last week, 647, skinhead, tattoos, ears, The meanest looking motherfucker you'll ever see in your life. He has a podcast called The Bogey Man. It's a golf podcast. So if anyone's interested in that, that's a good pun. You had to give it to yeah, him. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering. I thought it was going to be horror, but then you said golf. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. I oh, get it. Mate, I've seen him play golf. It is a horror. <laughs> <laughs> So shout out to the bogeyman, check it out, yeah, and whatever, yeah. Give so him a listen, that. so that's the fellow who has to put up with us on a weekly basis. So we're there backing him up next time he goes in for a, a salary review. So <laughs> just letting you all know, the higher ups, sort you on you. Look after him. And then speaking about horror, I heard you go there telling ghost stories, Joe. Yeah. Johnny, you can you do, do clap your hands, you? Right. <laughs> so I knocked the lights <laughs> off last week by clapping my hands, yeah? Right. And Terrence can't do it. So okay. he's fascinated about... How, look, it doesn't work for him, but it'll right. work for me. See? What the fuck? My head, Rick. This is a very crack. Right. Tell us I a ghost story. What do you mean, tell you a ghost story? I heard that you had a load of paranormal encounters in your life. And I'm shit. And you went to the medium... No, can we... <laughs> <laughs> you went to the medium there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And that kind of unlocked a load of shit for you. And now you see things different. Um, she said I'm a little bit psychic. Hey, yeah. Then how would you not know we were going to tell you that? 
Maybe I did. Oh, oh shit. Jack on. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, have you ever seen a ghost? I've never seen a ghost, but I've heard a ghost. Right. I'm shitting. Can we actually dim the lights for this, boys? For the story? Calvin Clap. I've said that. I mean, I've said this on on. I think I've said this story <laughs> on the on my podcast. But does that matter? Can I oh, can I just say it again? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So, me and my brother Jason, we were uh, we were playing. Jay was playing Sega Mega Drive World Cup ninety ninety and ninety. I think it was, and we we live on the top balcony. This good, in it. We live on the top balcony, so we're miles away from, we're way away from any, anyone, anywhere. Like, like traffic you know I mean? and people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't hear that. Like, you know, other, other, kids just have to be shouting and you'd hear them in the distance. So Jay was playing the Sega and I was sitting on the bunk beds behind him, looking at him, playing World Cup 95. And then out of the back of the window behind us, we just heard a whisper. But it, was, it sounded like it was coming from outside the window, but it was a whisper of his name. Just going, Jason. It was a whisper, but it sounded very close to us. And Jay paused the game and he, he, he looked at me and I looked at him. And he said, did you hear that? And I was like, yeah. And we were kind of like, ah, it had to be just, I don't know, like a scrape. Like, mm. And it, it probably just sounded like Jason. So we went back to his game. We were both scared. And he went back to his game. And about five minutes later, we heard the same thing, only it was a little bit louder. And it, it didn't sound like it was coming from outside the window. It sounded like it was coming from inside the window this time. And it went, Jason, a little bit louder. Honestly, this is a fucking true story. Like, so we paused the game again and he looked at me and I looked at him and he, we were fucking shitting it. And as we were looking at each other, again, right on top of us, the sound just in the room just went, Jason. And we just got up and fucking legged it. Legged it down the stairs. Me man and I was downstairs and we fucking, we were shaking, man. There's no, no explanation anyone could give you. that You can't explain that. And was the window open? No, sure. And even if it was open, see, everyone tries to, everyone tries to fucking... Like debunk it. Yeah, it down or, yeah. And yeah. Ah, there was probably someone outside. We live, we lived on the top balcony. We were upstairs in the top balcony of the top flat. It was a whisper. It was a girl, it was a woman's voice and it was, by the end of it, it was on top of us. It, it, it was like somebody was this close to your ear, just going, mm. Jason, in your fucking ear. And I was a young fella. If you were there on your own, you'd, you'd doubt yourself. But the fact that there was two of us there. The back up, like. Jay was older than I was. Like, I would have been. How old were you? I would have been about eight or nine and Jay would have been about 14, 15. So, old enough, Jay was old enough to like, no, or if it was something, or it, yeah. it wasn't something, but yeah, that, that's and that's 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 the that scariest sense. thing that ever happened to me. Um, not anything like that. Mm. Not like, well, I, I I walked up into my bedroom in the flat. I think my flat was haunted. I walked up into my bedroom in the flat and opened the door, and the same thing happened to my brother John. And the Sega Mega Drive joystick. So the door was opening left. So the door didn't move the joystick. The joystick just went whoosh across the room, moved in front of me eyes. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? There was no explanation for it. Like the door was going that way and uh, it just slid like, you know, and it wasn't fast like a slide. It just moved. 
across the ground. So I couldn't, I, I couldn't explain that one away either. Man, I'm shitting. Are yeah. you? We knocked the lights back on. <laughs> Do you have any scary stories? No, because I don't believe in ghosts. Have bro. you ever had that? Now you'd be like, oh, what was that? I can't explain that. Nothing. Nothing either. No. I can't think. Oh, off the top of my head, anyway. You know, loads of uh, stupid little things, don't when you're only at the. No, I can't talk about it. Go on, say it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you want me to talk and then you can come around to it? No, 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 I, no, it's a quick one. I'll, I'll, well. I'll break it down real quick. So I was out in a heavy session, three day bender, and I come home. So say I went out on a Friday, it might have been the Sunday or the Monday, but I come home in the evening time, mm. had to be out for days, and I fell asleep and I was getting sleep paralysis. Mm. And I kept jumping up and I could see a figure yeah. in the other side of the room, but it, it, that's just because I was sleeping. Yeah. It's yeah, just, I no. think I was just delirious. My board would do that. She'd like, we'd be asleep and like, obviously she'd fall asleep before me and I'd be on my phone and she'd like sit up and I'd go, what? And then she'd be like, Who's that over there in the corner? And I'd be like, you shut your mouth, yeah, you're yeah, fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, say if I hear a noise in the gaff, yeah, I want to run and I want to see somebody there. If, if I heard like a loud bang in the gaff and I opened the door, there's nothing there, I shit myself. That's scarier than That's if there's scarier someone there, than yeah. someone actually breaking into the gaff. Mm. Do you know, uh, a quick one, so do you know what I'd be lying in bed? Do you ever hear like a cat fucking crying? Yeah. yeah. And people you say that was the noise of the banshee. Yeah. So that's why I used to always associate that when I was growing up. And still to this day, when I hear that, I get a shiver. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 27 yeah. years of age, lying in bed, heard a cat crying, and I shiver. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. See, that's why a question a lot of people <laughs> ask me because I live on my own. So a lot of people say to me, yeah, Are you not afraid? I'm like, Afraid of what? Like, because the only thing that's going, that's going to happen that's going to be scary or traumatic is going to be another person breaking in. Mm. So don't believe in ghosts. Do you get me? Yeah, but uh, but still, just what being in a house, being in a house on your own is yeah. fucking scary. Only if you believe that happened the me during the lockdown. Brain, right? your brain can do tricks on it. I was down in my board's mass gaff, so it was me, her, and a ma. Mm. We're the only ones in the gaff, and she has a decent sized gaff down the country. So it's one of them. You know, when you look out the back window, it's pitch black, can't yeah. see anything, and I'm fucking shitting her all that. So we're in bed, and it was during the night, and I'm in. I heard. Like the biggest bang you ever heard, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And I thought a man fell out of bed. That's how loud it was. It sounded like someone hit the deck, and I was like, "Fuck that!" So I got up and I got dressed, and I, as I went to go in and check on her, she was coming into our room. She's like, "Did you fall out of bed?" And I was like, "No." And then she was like, "Oh, did it? Did something? Did the chimney come down and all?" That's how loud it was, and I was like, "What the fuck? Do you did mean the, the chimney? Chim the chimney come, come down? down? Yeah, it's so a Santa Claus. Apparently, just a, a common thing down the country. But I was like." There could be someone in the gaff. Like, genuinely, because we're in the middle of nowhere, it could be someone in the gaff. So we like, running downstairs expecting to see a fella there. Do you know like that? And I'm, like, the only fella in the gaff at the time. Thinking so you have to be Billy Big Bollocks. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> so we went down, we checked the gaff, and there was no one there. And that's when I got, I got serious fright then. I was like, we heard a bang. My boy was asleep. She hadn't got a clue what was going on. I'm I heard it. I heard it. And I'm like, I know exactly in the house where this came from. So I was lying in bed, and I came to my left at the wall. I was like, that's where they came from. And on the other side of that wall is a mass bedroom. That's why I thought you fell out of bed. And she was like, I know we came from that part as well. So we were checking around the gap the whole night, couldn't find that. And we just went to bed. And the next morning, a man has like a, a closet kind of thing, a walk-in one, and the fucking mirror come off the wall. Just in the middle of the night, the whole mirror just came down off the wall. And what was it hooked onto? Like, was that a possibility? But it's there years. Never come down. I never come down. Boom! Thing come off the wall and hit the dick. I have another one that I that I haven't. I was only talking to the missus. Is it about real it. scary? It's not real. To me, it was real scary. But Dim I don't the know the story. No, don't leave. Stop <laughs> with the lights. I reckon the boy's head now. <laughs> I was lying in bed in the middle of the night. Again, there was somebody else there, so I'm glad 
someone, someone else it. can witness it and, yeah. and validate it. Like you know, in the middle of the night, about four o'clock in the morning, in a a gaff down in East Wall, there was we were woke up by music. I thought it was my phone. I thought it was an alarm. Like I set an alarm at a dodgy time. It was like classical music, old music, like really just like you know one of them wind up boxes mm. that, that has music but it sounded really fucking loud but also muted like because there's a chest at the end of the bed and I thought what where the fuck is my phone and then I, I had my phone so I was like it's not my phone what is that is that your phone more and I started giving out to more I was like will you knock that off she's like it's not me it's not my phone the two of us were hearing it and I went down to the chest and I was rooting through and I opened the chest and it got louder so I was like coming out of the chest and I was rooting through the, the clothes and the chest and then eventually the music just stopped and I was like, what the fuck was that? There was, there was not like, there was nothing in the chest. There wasn't an alarm clock. There wasn't a, a radio. There was nothing to play the music. There was nothing there to play the music. Oh, shit. On yeah. it, and there was two, the two of us were there and I was like, what the fuck was that? I wasn't scared when it was, happened, when it was happening, but when the music stopped, I was like, that was, what the fuck? What, mm, why did mm. it just stop as well? And what's the, oh man, my fucking mind, I couldn't sleep then. I was like, fuck and this. So you went to see a medium a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and the old podcast that was something that we discussed down. Yeah. But like, we didn't know but how. Yeah, it. yeah, that as well. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, how we didn't know how to go about getting the medium. Like, what would you like? Just sit the medium there and be like, "All oh, right, you're pissing the shower," you know, like that. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And people have texted us saying, "Get a medium on." It's something that we're open to, mm. but we just don't know how to go about it. But what did you think of it? Did she like open your mind up? Because were you skeptical going in? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think mediums are charlatans, really. Mm. Like, I, well, I, don't know right. how I didn't want to be disrespectful. That's right, huh? And still think Apple yeah. isn't the only one. And I was like, when she was on about the dog farting and all, yeah, the ghost yeah, yeah. dog farts in the house and all, I'm like, oh, right, this is going to be a hard listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what do you think? The ghost dog farting. In the that's house. what she said. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't make that up. Like, that's not even a joke. Did you, not, did you not listen to it? No, I haven't listened to that. <clears throat> that's what she said. She said, because uh, she has dogs. Yeah, yeah. And I started to smell a shite when she said it. No, no, she said no, it no, happens. No. It happens. Oh, like, right. So it she, didn't even happen. She, she said had she had a dog, a dog that died, right. sorry, that died and he used to stay out in the hall and he'd back at people coming in and she's like, every now and again you got a waft coming in because he used to fart out there and uh, she'd be like, oh, that's just Benji or whatever, don't worry about it. Yeah, I think it might have been the pipes or something. You know, it's a hard sell though, isn't it? Yeah. Section, right? yeah, that's creepy. That but, she, but the way she started the conversation and the way she started talking to us, I thought it was going to start off very hocus-pocusy, like, mm. you know what I mean? And we wanted it to be all hocus-pocusy. We wanted it to talk about spirits and ghosts and stuff because it was a Halloween episode. But she actually delivered it in a very practical kind of way, like about your energy just being who you are as a, a person and stuff. And I'm like, mm. this is great and all, very interesting. But I wanted the ghost stories. <laughs> but that kind of that kind of changed my perspective on what I thought a medium was like. You know what I mean? She's a, a spirit healer. And when you hear that, it's like, oh, she has fucking crystals and shit like that. But a spirit healer Don't is just be looking, looking at me like that. <laughs> do you have do you have crystals? He charges his crystals on the window ledge yeah. and we eat them. Yeah, that's why I'm very, you know what I mean? Me vibration vibrations up the wall. <laughs> it's a long story, Joe. Is this about uh the Manifesting. Manifesting stuff, yeah. attraction. <laughs> You're so negative about yeah. it. You're so negative yeah. about Such it. Such a it's negative wanker. How are you about it? I know he's, he's, he's made his uh, opinions very clear Can, on actually, social media. Actually, I just media. want to this. Uh, so on the YouTube video, someone left a comment. I just want to actually, did you see the comment? No. no? I just want to read it out to you. Now, I know you're going to say something to this, but <laughs> I just 
want to read out because this made a little bit more sense to me because I'm still trying to figure it out and certain people are saying things to me about what the law of attraction is mm. I'm like oh that actually makes a bit of sense it's not so early fairly yeah but then someone made this comment apologies one sec this is why he's finding that if you look up like the law of attraction as in the definition like what is the law of attraction it's that your thoughts dictate the actions the universe returns to you so if you think positive, the universe will grant you positive outcomes. If you think negative, the universe gives you negative outcomes. So That's what comment. it is in definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you say to people, do you believe in that? They say, yeah, I believe in it. And then you say, oh, this is what it means. You say, oh, I never knew that. I never yeah. knew that's what it was. But so. that's a very literal, like... But that's, that, that's doesn't mean, said, li- that doesn't mean believing in it is a bad thing because no, it, being but, in a positive ma- mind space yeah. leads no, you to do positive just things. just the actual but law that, of attraction that, that goes by to definition, the yeah. I don't... That's not real, mate. That by definition is not real. Like you're not connected to the universe and like fucking avatar, plug that in there. You know what I mean? How do you know? Because you are the universe. You you are right. you are literally stardust. You're the fucking accumulation yeah. of billions and billions of, of years atoms. from a yeah, point. percent. You are the universe. Yeah. So yeah. there's no there's carbon in our body from the dinosaurs. Yeah, but like yeah. if you want to get into science where it with people, they would be like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? It's a pseudoscience. Well, right, can I relate this comment? Okay. So he said, well, lads, from what I understand, the law of attraction is more so like this. Let's say you got a new car in the morning. It was a Renault Clio. Now that car is pictured in your head clear as day and you've just got it and you really love it. Your brain is automatically going to see more of those cars on the road than ever because your brain is subliminally focused on it. I don't know if that's a good analogy. I might sound like a nutcase. It's basically like we're always on autopilot and don't see things until we think about them, if that makes sense. Therefore, thinking about something will attract your brain to notice more of that thing. It's all subliminal. That's the science part. But you're not going to think about being rich and shit then magically become rich. Like, that's delusion. Yeah. And that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, but that isn't the law of attraction. That's opening your conscious mind, sort of? Yeah, exactly. That's like, what I said to you, <coughs> that, uh, that camera is actually uneven. You probably never noticed it before and you're like, that is actually uneven bollocks and that'll wreck your head. You know, things like yeah. that. Yeah, because I'm bringing it. So it's the whole you, part where your brain sends something to the universe and the universe will give you that. That's dead. That's bollocks. You think that the law of attraction is bullshit, yeah? Yeah. But do you think that believing in the law of attraction works? Yes. In the sense, in the sense that if you put positive thoughts out to the universe, like that's all bollocks. But if you believe that that's true, that that's what's that happening, then you will not manifest it, but you'll make it happen. No, I don't believe that either because I know plenty of people who believe and live their life that way, but they don't seem to portray any results of it. Mm. And that's not me. I don't want to be putting people down. But do you think that it can happen for people? Not everybody. Well, yeah, but that's... You'll only hear about... Like it's like the thing that, about it's it like is... It's like that kick up the hole. Like. You'll yeah. only hear about the successful cases. You'll only hear about Conor McGregor saying, oh, you believe it and you'll do it. Or Barry Kogan, like, oh, put it out to the universe and, and it'll come true. Not for everybody, like. Well, not that's for what I'm everybody. saying. Not everybody's success people. is measured through fame and money. Some yeah. people's success is measured through happiness. I know, and I know a lot more people who have... Yeah. Who are actually in the exact same position when I first heard about them doing this to now. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, nothing in their life has actually changed. So it doesn't work for everybody. I don't, but I don't think it actually is working. And I th- this is what I was trying to, when I was getting into it with people, what I was trying to say is, look at what is working for you and why it's working for you. And don't be saying, the law of attraction is what's changing your life. Well, hard work is changing your life. Sometimes a lot of it is luck, though. That can happen ah, as well. well. of course, but that's... But what's luck? But I just wanted people what's to luck? be like, 
you know when this, the going gets tough, be like, do you know what? I actually got here. This me, I done this myself. I pulled up my socks and I'm fucking at the point of walking. But we don't want to get hung up on this because I've been. I was, You've been done that rabbit hole. Yeah, wasted too much energy on this the last two or three weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And do you know what's happened to me today? I put stuff up on Instagram and people are like attacking me, looking for arguments. I put some up today about the housing crisis, being sarcastic, and I even left a stupid face to let people know I was being sarcastic. And people are like, you're only looking for attention. I'm like, you're looking for an argument. Mm. You know what I mean? You're looking for me to bite back at you. So... Because you upset one or two people, they're waiting for you to slip up. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I post that kind of jump on you like that, but Joe, we had you back in to finish off where we left off the last time, yeah? Just there's one thing I want to call you out on. You said the film club idea, and you need to realise, you can't say to Terence, you need to go watch The Godfather, It's a Wonderful Life, The Shawshank Redemption, and then he sticks around 10 minutes in, nothing's happening, and he's got to knock her off and be like, oh man, they're classics, you have to watch them. You have to ease him into it. So yeah. that's why I recommended Law Abiding Citizen. And what? It worked. There was little three minutes, 27 seconds, best film ever. Is that because go. there's explosions in it? Like straight, straight away? Like, no, no, there's not. At the start, there's not an explosion. But he built the door and stabbed his board. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. It's only the start, don't be worried. But that's, you have, that's what I said. And you gave us a bit of stick. Like, why would you recommend that? So yeah. Do you give us five films to recommend that you have to see before you die? Go. Just in general? Go, off the bat. Bet you I've seen four of them. Uh, Joker. Good oh, film. It's a very good it. film, actually. Yeah, go. Um, I, I'm just give you, gonna give you my yeah my picks. Yeah, yeah. John McGugan picks that. Uh, the IMBD fella. <laughs> Main Creek with Josh Peck. It's a really obscure one. Seen it. Uh, Dort book one. Excellent. Uh, that the one they throw him out about. Yeah, yeah. Dort. Spoiler. Um, on that same vein, uh, Stand by Me. Great film. Really good. Oh, you have to see that. Should be Going back to Walking Phoenix, there's a lot of good Walking Phoenix films. Like any whore boy with Walking Phoenix. Couldn't think of the name for the film, no? Whore. <laughs> simple, Him. man. Keep it simple. Short and sweet, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, I don't know, tra- the trouble comedy in there, maybe Dumb and Dumber. Have you ever seen Dumb and Dumber? No, Texas you, Vibes. You told me you said you Texas seen Texas Vibes? No, I didn't see Dumb and Dumber, remember? No. Did you know? No. Great film. Yeah, creepy. Texas good, man. It's hard. It's hard. Like, I don't know. If you like law-abiding citizen, I'd say fucking Training Day or something. You see Prisoners. Training Day? Prisoners is a good film. Prisoners is, is one of my favourite films of all time, yeah. Well, training Day is Denzel Washington. Yeah, mm. you won the yeah, Oscar for it. I didn't see that. Didn't yeah. see it, though. You'd love it. I will watch it. I'd say you'd like that. Yeah. yeah. But then I, I, I'd hate to fucking send you down that bleeding rabbit hole. Like, I don't know. I didn't say Goodfellas, Godfather, or any of the, the classic mm. Scarface. Mm. You'd like all of them. Yeah. All gangster flicks. Mm. What are you no. trying to say? What are you trying to say, Joe? Bit of a gangster, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> the big fella. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Joe. Are you going to watch any of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Oh. So, uh, Joe, we kind of... It's hard to ease back into this because we left on such a, like, it was high tension the last time. It was like... A, was it? Well, it was high tension, the right word. Like we, me, we were gripped. We were gripped and we had to kind of shut it off. Yeah. Uh, that's why we kind of wanted to ease back into it this time because you don't want to just jump in and be like, tell us about that time in A&E. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, tell <laughs> us about that time in A&E. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what happened the last time? So many episodes, only like episode 42, 43. Well, that's why we're doing a show soon after because, yeah, because it's relevant. Yeah. Some point doing this a year later. So tell us about a year ago. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it has to be sorted now and... Yeah, we were gripped. I don't know when you were saying, oh, we are script. We were gripped. We were, Probably yeah. not because you're just telling the story and yeah. it's just what you know. Yeah. yeah. So to you, it's, it's just, you were like, oh, you want to hear that? Yeah, we want to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like it's fucking it was only a few misery episodes. porn, isn't it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'd recommend 
going back and listening, what was it, 43 or something, was it? 42, 43. Yeah. And just well, he'll just bounce off the job. Yeah, he'll really, just yeah. And yeah. messages, what happened? Hello. Happened, Hello. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Good. For, uh, for the right reasons. And we're yeah. being Movember now as well. Um, do you know what I mean? Trying to get men to open up and... Is that not about sickness. cancer or something? Bowel cancer? No, November? It's, it's I, about think it's, I think it's various things, but yeah. mainly so, okay. men's mental health. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so. Okay, it's, yeah. it's men's overall well-being. So... So ask us a specific question to get into it because it's really like I don't. It's not like it's not like it's an anecdote that I that yeah, I have that I just yeah, whip out yeah. or something like. So, so but I'm open to the to talking about it. Like, do you know what I mean? That we didn't really get full into full detail. So you were in the hospital with your child, and then the guy came up to you and was like, "The guy, Jesus the guy. Christ, <laughs> the guy, fucking hell, little mate, stay off YouTube, will you? Woo, baby, you're fella. <laughs> Maybe I'm not from the flats, can't be more like this all the time. Parents is really from the south side. Boys, I'm about to go on pink, to honest to God. Splendid. Glowing, man, you're glowing. Splendid. Show me this fella, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this fella came up to you in the hospital and all and was like, oh, you're John McGook and I make some funny videos and you're about to get in terrible news about your child. Mm. And then after that, so I'm just going to give you like the key parts I could remember towards the end of it. Yeah, you can yeah, remember yeah. anything else as well. And then another yeah. part where you went into <coughs> A&E yourself because he you rang, you were afraid. You yeah. were afraid by a charity to go to A&E and A&E yeah. hadn't a clue what was going on. You were just like, I'm here for help. Yeah. It's a fucking mean. It's, it was, yeah, but that, that, I, just, I just thought that was mad. And so I think I already talked about that in the last podcast, but I probably just recap of that when I presented to accident and emergency like with a mental health thing there's people holding their arms and there's a security guard over there listening there's a, a woman that doesn't speak English so she's leaning forward and asking me to speak louder and I'm there like I was gonna do something <laughs> and she's like what I was like I was gonna... somebody told me to come here because I was gonna do something and she's like who told you to come here because you were gonna do what like what's what's mm. going on and I was like I was, I was gonna kill myself like and I actually think I bumped into the security guard and he I because of this podcast, the security guard that was in the A&E actually reached out to me and says, oh, I remember you from, from being That's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. security guard up there started on me, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the same one. Yeah. Uh, so then I just found that so fucking interesting, if nothing else, because it was never through the process. So I was like, I was, I'm going to kill myself. And then she was like, all right, okay. Then she kind of got into it and then she gave me a form to fill out with. Like, when you're going to kill yourself, the last thing you want to do is bleed and fill out a form. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Bring me, I don't know. It's just weird. Just help me. Really, yeah, yeah. Like, you just like fucking help me. There should be a separate area yeah. for all of that stuff. A separate protocol. But that, 100%, yeah. But like, that whole process of like, do you know what I mean? I'm vulnerable. I need help. I don't know what to do. I don't even know how to go about it. That's how a lot of people end up like, Torn into suicide because you don't know anywhere else to turn. Yeah. And you actually intervened and be like, right, I'm going to take this step to prevent this from happening. And then you grow up and they're like, well, we haven't got a clue what to do with you. Mm. So there should be like, I don't know, a safe space. Is that the right word you want to call it? It is kind of like they're embarrassed. When you're saying it to them, it's it's almost like, ooh, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, oh, okay. This um, is a bad oh, I have to switch into a different mode here. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's like, oh, oh um, and it's like they're trying to think, what what am I supposed to do in this situation? Like they're trying to go back to that training. But even then, when I went in, I, I got past the accident emergency that was in the outside area. I got into the reception, and then I had to go through the same process. And it wasn't, 
I wasn't just telling her like the details of what's wrong with me. She was just, she was the receptionist and she was kind of like, what are you doing here? And like, what's your name? What's your PPS number? You know, when you get in, you have to go through all that. And you're saying very matter of factly, like, oh, I have to, I was going to kill myself. And again, you feel stupid for saying mm. that, like, you know. And somebody must have heard me because then I got a text message uh, from somebody asked me, am I all right? Which is an example of like how like everyone's here and everything that I'm saying, like there's no privacy in it. It was actually Darren Conway who texted me saying, man, I hope everything's all right because he went through his own shit in, in the January uh, prior to that. And he texted me saying, Are you all right? and I, I really appreciate it because then I could have a kind of conversation with somebody about it because yeah. I was just on my own before then. So it was great to have Darren to just kind of say, oh, well, I'm actually... This is what's going on. But the fact that somebody could hear what I was fucking saying to the receptionist and to, like, it shouldn't be like that. No. It shouldn't be like that at all. And then I, I went in, they, they had me in an observational room and I kind of, I calmed down a little bit and I just, I just wanted to get out then. I was, I was waiting for about four hours and the, somebody came in to take me bloods then, probably to see if it was on drugs or... Yeah. Someone came in to take me blood, and I fucking hate needles. And I was about to kill myself. And I'm like, oh, I really don't want him to give me a needle. Like, yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, then eventually he put the needle in my arm, and I was like, oh, Jesus, do I have to? Yeah. That was that was a horrible experience as well. Just having to get needles and being that sort of mind frame and stuff like that. But then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, the missus then eventually came up. Uh, the next morning because she was wondering where I was and she was texting me and stuff and eventually I answered one of her calls because she was worried about me uh, obviously and then she came up and yeah it's 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 a weird one uh, yeah what's the process then after that Jolie? you said they they sent you to counsel that didn't really help though did it it didn't it didn't help at all so after after that observational room they brought me into a counselor who probably clocked on at 9am so I was in there from 1am till 9am and then I went in to see a counsellor afterwards uh, with the missus because she came with me and I, I didn't even want to talk to her I was embarrassed that she even knew and understood what was going on I was just like I just want to be on my own like, so she was sitting beside me and the counsellor was there asking me questions and such broad questions because he's just talking about what happened last night mm. but like the problems and the issues came from before that yeah. from before that like and so much stuff before that like that you never kind of you never think of until it builds up to a moment like that night uh, and then he said that he would refer me to me GP so then I went home and Moira the missus was worried sick like to leave me alone she didn't want to yeah. leave me alone in case I don't in case I hurt myself or whatever and uh, so she was stressed out and she was worried even though I think at that point I was like I'm okay now then the GP never called me so then Moira was calling the GP like a week later saying did the hospital not refer you and then they went no we didn't get any referral letter so then she was calling the hospital to get the referral letter and they were like we don't have any records of him even oh, being on the system does. And then she had to call the specific counsellor that we went to that morning. And then he said, oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't register. And then she, then he sent on me foil to to the GP. And then the GP, it was it was just a, 
a fucking disaster. Like the whole process was just like a disaster. The GP then referred me to, it was during COVID. So then the GP referred me to a counselor in Beaumont, but they, she called me and said that she wasn't taking any face-to-face uh, appointments, yeah. but that I could do something over Zoom if I wanted. And I was just like, nah, it's grand. I felt like a burden. I was like, nah, it's yeah. grand. Don't, don't worry about it. Like, you know what I mean? It's, don't worry about it. And she's like, are you sure? Like, you know, as if she's offering me a cup of tea. Like, yeah. you sure you don't want a cup of tea? I'm like, yeah, no, it's, it's grand. Don't worry. It's, it's mad, isn't it? Because like that, I know the way people say, like you are, as an example, saying you're in A&E and no one can visibly see what's wrong with you because you look grand. Yeah. And whereas some fella could be there holding his head. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, well, he needs stitches. And that's how they're treating it as well. They'd be like, oh, well, we gave you stitches, so you just go home, you'd be grand. And they'd be like, well, we asked you, were you okay? And you said, oh, it's all right. So you, you're all right then. And you just go. Yeah. So they shouldn't be handling the two of them as the same issue. You know what I mean? They shouldn't be treated like... I know they're not... Yeah, comparing apples to oranges here. Completely you know different I mean? injuries. Like, yeah, they are yeah, injuries. They're the sicknesses. They're both through, as in, they're both health issues. But one's mental, one's physical, and yeah. you can't treat them both the same. Completely different, yeah. Like, yeah. And that's what you were trying to do, in t- like from the sounds of it, that's what it sounds like you were trying to treat Jazz. Oh, but they were over Zoom, but like, all right. It kind of felt like they were trying to pass the book. Like, oh, can you have to go to the GP? And then the GP's like, oh, we'll send you to the one in Bowmount. Then the one in Bowmount was like, do the Zoom thing. I was like, no. And then she was like, oh, well, I can refer you to somebody on, in Mountjoy Square. I was like, all right, yeah, if you can get them to call me. And then they never called me. So then I called back the one in Bowmount. And then they gave me the number for the one in Mountjoy Square. Then I called the one in Mountjoy Square. And they said um, that they weren't taking any more clients. And I was like, oh, right, okay. So then I gave, I gave up then. I was just like, I'm just going to have to fucking deal with me shit. And, and so then time passed and... Marla then called the GP again, back to square one, and they referred, <laughs> I talked about this already on the last podcast, but then they referred me back to an in-house psychologist, so not a counsellor, but a psychologist, and then I went to see that psychologist, sitting down, opening up to him, and he fell asleep in front of me. <laughs> and I was like, this is this is just funny. It's mm. gotten to a point now where it's just like f- so f- funny. It's just... It's pathetic. It's 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 so pathetic, man. It's so bad. It's so bad. One of the so most bad. shocking things I've heard since I started this podcast, mm-hmm. and I mightn't sound that shocking. Yeah. You're trying to put yourself in that situation where you're in that bad frame of mind, and you go to sit down and open up to someone, and they fall asleep in front of you. Like, yeah. Like we got a lot of messages about that, being like, "How the fuck was that allowed to happen?" Like, like that is absolutely shocking. Yes, yeah. and that's it. Kind of puts emphasis on like why these like private charities who offer counselling sessions and uh, what are they called like helplines and stuff like that. Why they they need funding because they're actually doing more than what the fucking public sector shit is. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I still don't know. know if that's a, there's there's charities out there like there's people. After that last podcast, there was people that reached out to me that didn't know that I went through that like and messaged me talking about different charities that that I might find useful. And I just, yeah, like I, I think I'll, I'll reach out to one of them eventually, like, you know what I mean? It's just, you just get so fed up mm. kind of trying to fix that shit, you know? And the thing is, there's people out there, I, I, this might be an Irish attitude, but there's people out there that are worse off than me. And yeah. you kind of feel like, ah, 
I'll be alright like there's yeah. someone there's always someone more that, off that's saying if you, if mm. you all put your problems in a pile you'd be running to get your own ones back mm. yeah but we spoke yeah. about it on the podcast before and it's a bad way to look at things mm. do you know what I mean like in any point of view like because we were talking about before when we were talking about the relapse episode and all and you're talking about like well, like you can't say anything in the world about anything and then someone goes oh but there's kids in Syria getting bombed and shit but don't take away my problems yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. look I know there's worse off things going on in the world but my problems are my problems and sometimes your pro- the problem can be so little to some people but it still sends them over the edge because in that moment they don't realise how little it is yeah. and mm. then they do something tragic like whatever and then everyone is like like whoever knew about it or knew about the issue they're like it wasn't that bad like if he had to just sat down and spoke to someone about it like it's so like every issue was solvable like you can fix anything but when you're in that moment you don't think straight you know what i mean and, and yeah. but then you'll always like and if you have to say that to someone the worst the last thing you want to hear is someone going yeah but there's there's people out there homeless or there's people like we know that these issues are out there don't take away from my problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, although they are solvable, they are fixable, and if you do sit down and talk about it, but in someone's head, it's not the same. Yeah, and that's someone looking for help. And yeah. were you saying, like, ah, they have it worse, that's like putting you down, saying you're a fucking idiot for feeling exactly. like this. Exactly. And that's happened to me before. Like, where you talk to someone and you're getting somewhere with the conversation and you start opening up and having the chat and then you go, yeah, but you're grand because there's kids getting bombed over in Syria yeah. and you're like, what the... F-? Like, I know what you're saying, I get you. But it's a real, I, I know what you're saying when you say it's like an Irish attitude. But even though that, even you're, you're saying that to yourself, like yeah. I, I say that to myself because it's so bet into us, like it's so bre- that attitude is so bet into us, like you know what I mean? Just I be, ha- just be happy you're off. alive, like yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Just be happy it exists. That's probably an Irish hangover thing that, like, we've never actually had it good as a people. If yeah, you think yeah. about it, like, does constantly being depression, uh. Like, oppression like the, oppression as well yeah. in this country like we've never actually established ourselves and got up and running and I think what this is probably the closest we are to it now mm. in terms of like the Brits are gone the church has lo- lost its grip on the country and now the government is fucking everybody over Yeah, you know like that we're never actually yeah. flying but the Brits, the Brits is gone but like it's yeah I don't, I don't want to get too political but now like we're just part of the European Union and we don't have independence like we're just living under the laws of the European but Union this is we don't I mean, it, create we've never actually laws. been flying as a country yeah yeah as a people sorry I don't think you know like that and that's bred into us and then like when you're growing up it's like the, we always refer back to it you know it's like don't give up your job don't you don't want to rock the boat there just take what you're giving and move on and mm. don't be different like it's that, but that's bred into Air nannies, air mas, and it's just going to be bred into us naturally. So this is like you're inheriting all these traits mm. then, you know, like that. And I don't know, hopefully, I think we are kind of moving towards it, but I don't think we're going to get there with the public sector. So I think you'd benefit more opening up to your mates than if you're like, you know what, I'll, I won't say that to them and I'll go into a and and see what they can do for me and I'll yeah. try and hide this from everybody. Well, if not the public, like I, I, I don't even know, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right thing to do. Um, because, I don't know, sometimes your friends can give you bad advice. Mm. And I think the public sector is fucking shit show. Like, you know what I mean? It's just the only way is by being rich and being able to pay for fucking counselling. Like, you know what I mean? Or I feel like... And then even the counsellors, you might just get a shit one anyway. Like, it's just such a fucking disaster. Mm. Well, it's, a disa- it's, well, it's, it's hard to see it from any positive aspect. Depends on opening up to your friends. I, 
but it's opening up to anybody. It's not about really about the advice you can get. It's hard to just get it off your chest. Yeah, yeah. And then when you say it and someone looks at you and goes, it's actually not that bad. You can solve by doing this and this. I know it's not. Not everybody gives great advice. No. But when you say something to someone, someone you're close to, and you go, well, look, all you have to do is like, sort this and this, and then this will be solved. So yeah. next week you're going to be brand new. And then when you look at it like that, you're like, it's actually not that deep. And they might have to help you. You'll be like, yeah. oh, I can do that with you. And you'll be like, oh, you're grand, you know? Yeah. 100%. But, I, I, but, what some, I mean is... but you's come from, we come from uh, large communities. Mm. Mm. There's people that don't have the huge surrounding of a community that we have. That's true. Especially coming from flats and stuff. Like, there's people that are isolated out in the middle of the country. I get and that. And there's people that just come from smaller, less communal Areas or environments, that's and they I think don't you need have to, be to cautious about who you like open up. To. I don't mean just go out and say the first person you meet, yeah, this is how I feel. Like, say it to someone who you trust and someone who, like, I know it's probably a cringy thing to say, but someone who you love because we all do love our mates deep down. Let's be real, like, you know, like that. And say it to them because if they love you back and they do care for you, they'll help you. Yeah, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be going like to someone who are loose friends with and be like, this is how I actually feel, and they'd be like, all right, mate, well. Mm. Someone has a worse, and then you move on, and you be like, "Oh, that was a waste," you know. Yeah, I know. I I understand what you're saying. I think it's coming from a good place, but I think it's easier said than done. No, there's the fear. There's the fear of being seen as a burden as well, yeah, like oh, or being a moan bag, or anything. like you know what I mean. People think that, you know. For me, the reason why I have the friends that I have is because I'm the funny person. Like you know what I mean. Mm. I, I, I'm good crack to be around or whatever. Then if you come out bleeding, moping and moaning and so in your head you do these fucking cycles of like you people don't want to hear this. Do you know mm. what I mean? It, like yeah, right. I completely like, I I mean? understand what you're saying because like even if you are out with the boys and it's just a normal whatever you're just hanging around, you're getting filled and well, and you're not your usual self. Yeah. It's not. Are you okay? It's. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, Will you yeah, play yeah. and get the balls going yeah. you, your country? You're never this quiet. Yeah. You know, like oh, that. you should have said at home or something. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Something, and something like that can play and change a game. You. Yeah. What the fuck? And you're, you're, you're not complaining. You're telling them what's wrong with you. But should they have shit going on themselves? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Every, everyone has shit. This so one. It's not fair, I don't think, to... I'm kind, of, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate a little bit because I think you should open up two people. But they have their own shit going on and it's almost like it closes off the opportunity for them to kind of say, oh, well, I have my own problems as well because mm. it, it belittles either yours or theirs. Because if you say, I have problems and they turn around and say, oh yeah, well, I have problems as well and they think that theirs is smaller than yours. I just, yeah, I, that's why I think you should go to a professional, like, you know what I mean? Also, I think just talking about it in general is a positive thing. Yeah. But I don't think it's a solution. No, I don't, but it gets the wheels turning. Someone yeah. might be able to say, well, actually, I actually went to council and not, people might not know about this and they can refer you to someone themselves. Yeah. Or they might have an, a remedy that they do and like, hey, that can actually help you. This yeah. will make it better, you know what I mean? As opposed to being like, well, look, at, we're from these areas. Actually, you don't have as much money as the rich people and uh, counseling isn't really an option for you. The A&A service is shit as well, so I don't know what to tell you because I'm not willing to help you either. You know, I'm not saying reach out to someone but like, I'm going to kill myself and you have to help me. Yeah, It'd be yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this is how I feel. I've been feeling this way for this amount of time. I'm just having a conversation about it. Mm. That will spark something in people. You know what I mean? And I know where it comes from, like, you don't want to put that burden on somebody else because people might get defensive and be like, well, I have a burden as well. But you never know. You could say to somebody, this is how I feel, and they'll say, do you know what? I actually feel that way as well. Yeah. A lot. And it gets a conversation going. 
I think it's really important to have a... Before, I don't think people should be going up and say, here, I'm going to kill myself. And I do, but I, that's not what I'm saying. I think people should just talk about their feelings in general mm. before they build up to the point where you are going to yeah, do something. Yeah, don't let it get that far. Yeah. 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 Well, so that's what, I think, that's what I think people should be, and mm. men in particular, should be talking about. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Like, like if, you're, if you're sitting in a bit of a funk, if you're sitting in a mood and the lads are like, oh, will you fucking come on out of it? Will you have a bit of crack? Like, you know, instead of going, right, okay, put that back there and just, just kind of get into it. Say, ah, man, like, fucking, and just kind of say... So my head what, is wrecked. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's is. okay. It's okay to not be okay, but it is okay to be not be okay. Mm. Like, you know, it's okay to talk about that as well, mm. which I think is cool. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying, though, but, look, I think, like, I know what you're saying, and saying that, and it depends on what type of friend you have. Where I have got good friends in that sense where my friends be aware of things like that, so, like... Even if I am with that shit, I just having a bad day. Like you know what I mean? Mm. They're like, "What's wrong with you? All right?" Like you know, and then you just naturally get into the flow of a conversation. Yeah, yeah, you should yeah. Try and get better at like. Turns you a good crack, and now he's not. Yeah. Don't say you're a fucking idiot. Like yeah, you're bleeding, ringing everyone down. Be like, wonder why he's not. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think that's what. But the way have, we need to, to have friends like to, to have friends like that as a luxury and a privilege. Like, but this is what I'm saying. If we change the attitude going forward, yeah. people might start looking at it that way. Mm. As being like. Yeah, he's not good crack, but rather than call him out on it, be like, why is he not good crack? You know, like that? That's yeah. usually we talk is. about it on the podcast frequently enough to let people, like, we're just two young players in tracks you would sit yeah. there. But I it's, got a pair it's of all right on. to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right to sit down and talk about it. And I think because we have a lot of teenagers as well listening, like, they look at us and they're like, them two lads are literally sitting there having a heart to heart there at mm. five o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Not a drink or drug in that system. Yeah. That's normal. We could change something going forward, you know? Yeah, you know wouldn't I mean? it be great? Wouldn't yeah. it be great, man? Well, that's what we're... Let's no. hope, let's try. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, um, if you have a platform, it's good to use it. I just want to go back to... So you said you've seen a psychologist. Did he diagnose you with anything? Uh, PT, PTSD. So I have post-traumatic stress disorder and then they put me on antidepressants. Cetraline, 50 milligrams. But it didn't really... Didn't really do anything for me. Mm. You know, like the... fit the. I just kind of want to describe the feeling that was in my head. I don't, I, and maybe somebody would be able to relate to it, like, you know what I mean? Which is kind of like a, a numb kind of, were you ever depressed before? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it just like, I don't know, like, is it just a numb kind of feeling and like you're inside your own body and Genuinely, you're not in charge of your own? It feels own... like you're just coasting. It doesn't yeah, feel like you're actually yeah, yeah. It's like when you're, it's like going no hands on a push bike. You just I don't know what's happening now. I'm moving, but I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, that's that's how I, how I describe it. Yeah, yeah. and that that be the shame. Like I said, the only time I could actually say I was depressed would have been that time after the bend at that time, that that relapse time or whatever. Where like before, I know I wasn't depressed, and <laughs> you, you read negative comments online. You're like, oh, anchor yeah. But like some comments online, it'd be like, that's not depression, that's a come down, and I know what they're saying. And, but like, it's all the same thing. But I I understand it. But I know from being in a bad frame of mind would be a come down off drinking drugs and whatever. So I know that. But the first time I was actually ever depressed would have been that time when I went back on the drink. I'd have been off. Definitely. So I was off the drink for so long, and then I just couldn't handle it anymore. And I went on, I went on a bend of bleeding out till the next day and whatever. And then after that, I was like, because I. I'd, I'd loved so much the length of time I was off the drink and I was like I'm going so strong like everything is great and I was loving it and then after that I was like boom and then like I couldn't get out of bed I couldn't think straight like nothing mattered do you get me like and I'll never forget that feeling that time because like 
remember being in bed at three o'clock in the day. I, I actually went out to my auntie's house and she was like, tired and she's like, you're going to have to get up at some stage. Like, I had to go out there because it was so far away and I was away from everybody and I was like, I'd rather be here and not near anyone, you know, so there's nobody mm. fucking ringing, saying I'm dropping down to you or whatever. So, then being in bed at like three o'clock, she's like, you're going to have to get up at some stage. Like, you have to fucking have a shower. Like, you have to now need something. I just didn't want to get out of bed. Like, it was horrible. And I'll never forget that. But that is the real only time that I know I was depressed heavily, like, you know? Yeah. Like, it was... Oh, when you said nothing mattered there, that resonated with me. I was like, yeah, not like when you're depressed, it's like, fuck everything. Like nothing matters. Like who gives a fuck about anything? Like you're just inside your own head. It's like it's like sitting in a. For me, it was like sitting in a car. Only my car is the body, and I'm looking out my eyes. Like I'm inside my own head. It's a. It's just a weird kind of feeling. Yeah, like, but now the numbness you're talking about, yeah, yeah, she's just like, I mean, yeah, it's scary, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's mad. horrible, and it's mad, it's mad thing that people suffer with that so frequently. Mm. You know, like that's that's what that's what I thought about after. So after all that, I remember then talking to you days after, like Calvin, I don't get contact. I was like, I just don't want to see nobody or talk to nobody. But then when I did, I became so grateful that because people actually diagnosed with depression and suffer with that as a frequent thing. Mm. And I just can't grasp the fact how because like I spoke on the podcast openly before about like like that was the first time ever where like committing suicide was a taunt in my head. Like at like at nearly a plan. Yeah. Where before you're like, I want my hair for, but there's no plan behind it. It's like but that time was like I that's don't, being suicidal. Yeah, that, I don't want to be that. here no yeah, more. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I remember like but like after like a couple of weeks after when I sat, started like being like whoa, that was scary, like, you don't ever want to feel like that again. Then I started thinking, people go Are through that, that. all the time. All the time, That's man. life like for that, people, yeah. Like, mm. that, that's, whoa. It's heartbreaking when you think mm. about it, because when you're in there, I was there, and I, it was weird, because I knew I was going there. I could see, I, like, you said, just numbness, and you don't, want to, you don't give a fuck about it, and you don't care. And I knew I was there, and I knew where I was going. And I was like, it's only going to get worse. And I didn't care either. And then I did hit a boiling point and I did break down. And then I was like, no, I'll get back on the horse. But like, it's not as if like today I'm like, oh, I had, a, I had a breakdown today. And then like tomorrow it was the start of a brand new day and everything was great. It was like a long road. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when I look back on it, it helps because I know now going forward what the signs are and not to let myself slip down that far. Do you know like that? That's pretty good. Well, I think consciously, I can't like, and there's days I have bad days, and like, I say, I'm like, I'm just having a bad day, my head is wrecked. Mm. But addressing it, you know what I mean? And what's wrecking my head, and saying it to someone, and then hopefully you don't just get worse and let it chip away and let it chip away because you don't know how far it's going to go. Yeah. And like being suicidal, it's a delicate thing, you know what I mean? Like someone could do something and they don't mean to fully do it, and they're gone, you know, like that, and he'd be like, yeah, yeah. They do it in the moment, and there's there's no coming back from it. And that's Obviously, it. There's no like, reverse. You know, like yeah. there's no reverse, and it's oh, it's such a like it's I'm getting swipe hands talking about like it's yeah. it's a delicate situation to talk about, and like I don't even know, but genuinely I'm stuck with water. Yeah, it's brutal. No, it's brutal. It's brutal. But kind of getting back into it. so I'm saying yeah, I know I can I can address when I'm getting into one of them ruts. What gave you PTSD, Joe? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, so. When I went to a counsellor, I, I went to a counsellor once, but I couldn't afford to keep going to her. I only went to her once for one session, uh, and that was one free session. Mm. And she was the one that diagnosed me with PTSD. 
But I didn't even know I had PTSD. Did I talk about this in the last step? Oh, you yeah, scratch us over. Did I scratch it? it? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So she said she said that I had PTSD, and I was saying, I "Fucking have PTSD? Like, is that not something you get from a war or something? Yeah. You come so it's, it's an accumulation of a bunch of stuff, like you know, that, that I never even acknowledged as being traumatic, traumatic or unusual. Like it's, I would have just called them hard times or like bad luck or. Sickener, hey, that like <laughs> that happened to you, <laughs> stinker. Like, do you know what I mean? It, bro, that that's there's, there was so much stuff that kind of happened over my childhood that I either thought was normal or wasn't worth addressing, and it kind of came to a boiling point after uh, my son Oliver was uh, he had a bad birth, and that that put me into a bit of a spiral, uh, really bad head headspace, and. It was off the back of that that I got. I went to see the counsellor, and she was the one that diagnosed me with PTSD. But like, I lost my brother, I lost my dad. Uh, my nanny died. Like, my nanny and my uncle died the same day, a week before my wedding. And uh, I was saying that me, my brother died, uh, and the last time I seen him, I had a bit. I had a, the the big thing that. The big thing for me would have been my brother dying and and a bad childhood. I don't even know. Like when my brother died, the last time I seen him was was an awful, awful interaction. So he was he was addicted. He was an alcoholic and he was addicted to drugs and stuff like that. So he used to rob stuff from the house and then go on a bender or something. Like one day he robbed me bike from the balcony and sold it and then he came back to the house that night and I was out and I came back to the house I was pissed off because he robbed me bike and I says what the fuck are you down here you little scumbag and I fucking he was asleep on the sofa out of his head or drunk or whatever and I dragged him up I says you fucking scum you dirtbag get the fuck out you had to bleed and rob me bike you little cunt and I dragged him and he was like oh Joe no please please and it was it was so this is a really personal story for me, so I'm trying to draw a line on what I should be sharing and what I shouldn't be. And I, don't, I don't know what the line is. If you don't want it, Joe. But it just, he seemed so pathetic in that moment, like, you know what I mean? But he had done it all, he'd always done it. And I was like, you little scumbag. I end up pushing him, kicking him down the tower, like, you know what I mean? Until he was, and was lashing Ryan as well. And uh, he goes, oh, my clothes, all my clothes. He, he lived there with a black bag and I, I ripped open his black bag and I threw all his clothes over the balcony down into the on the wet ground and stuff and he was pissed and he was picking them all up like and he was trying to carry them all and they were all falling out of his hands and stuff like that and uh that was that was that was the last time i seen him and then he went into rehab i still hadn't seen him i hated him like you know i hate his guts in that moment like i don't now and i don't think i ever did but in that moment like i hated him and he went into rehab which he was always in and out of rehab, and then he was living in somebody else's house because he used to always come back to my ma's house, and I was saying, and he used to always, like I said, he used to always be robbing stuff and banging on the door, and I had said to my ma, don't keep fucking letting him in, like you're just enabling him, like stop it, will you, for fuck's sake, like. So she decided to not bring him back, so he we went to a, a house after rehab where one of the addicts that was in rehab as well and they were they weren't rehabilitated I suppose and he had overdosed in the house 
and uh, died. And so I feel like that was my fault. Still do. Still kind of feel like that. And I just wish I could say sorry or something, like, you know. So that's something that I haven't come to terms with or dealt with in myself. And then there's, there's other shit, like, you know, there's stuff where, like when my dad died as well, it was just a bleeding disaster. Can I get a drink of water? Yeah, there. So yeah, that, that'd be one of the main reasons that I would have PTSD. Then when my dad died, he was, um, he had a bunch of strokes, little, little tiny strokes. And then he was in and out of care homes. And then COVID hit. And we couldn't go to see him in a care home. We could only see him through the windows. Like, I think I'd seen him once in about eight months. And then he had one big bad stroke. No, in a year. Oh, maybe, yeah, the guts of a year. I'd say I'd seen him probably once and was through a window. And then um, he had a bad stroke and went to hospital from there. And, like, it, it was, they, they let us into the same, like, you know, with the fucking, the gown on, the mask on, the this, that, and the other. And that was, that was kind of shy. And he was in hospital, like, he was, sorry, he was in intensive care, like, he was in a coma, he was in a vegetative state. And so that was really hard that we didn't, we couldn't fucking see him the whole time. We were saying, oh, well, once COVID passes, like, we'll bring him out every weekend and we'll, we'll do lots of stuff with him and make the end of his life a little bit nicer. And then we didn't even get to see him. And, like, I got to see him the night. So after he was in there for about three months, and then they sent him back to the care home and put him on palliative care. And me and my ma went up to see him the night that he was passing. And it just seemed like such a fucking waste that the last two years of his life, we just seen him through a fucking window. And... He was, when I went in to see him on his deathbed in a room by himself, the nurses, again, put the, put the gown on me, put a mask on me, put a visor on me, gloves and shoes, and I wasn't allowed to touch him. And I'm like, why? In case I kill him? For fuck's sake, he's dying tonight, like, you know what I mean? Why the fuck do I have to wear all of this shit? Like, it's, it was just so fucking frustrating and really angry. And it was just like the a big point for me where it was like for two years I couldn't be with him. And then like on his last day, I couldn't even touch him or, or, or anything like, you know what I mean? He was unconscious anyway. And but I just hope, I just, it would have been nice to just kind of touch him. The closure, like. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, the losing two of your loved ones and... Sounds like the circumstance. Well, I suppose it's... Death is never really timely, isn't it? But mm. you're lacking closure in both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it was definitely untimely. Like, I, my dad was 61 and Jay was 29. It was so weird when I passed the age of 29. I'm 31 now. When Jay was 29, I think I was, like, 26. And he seemed like a grown-up to me. Yeah. It was so weird for me to finally become 29 and I'm like, shit, this is the age that he died at. Like, you know what I mean? This is so, it, it was, there was something really weird about that for me. It was just, that was really weird. Yeah, but, and the fact, like I, 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 I love 
to believe. I'd love to have 100% believe in like God or the afterlife because I'd love for him to not be mad at me or for him to know that I'm not mad at him for that last mm. time that I seen him or something like that. But you're never going to get that and you're just going to have to live with that, you know? It's mm. brutal. But yeah, that's why I have post-traumatic stress disorder. That and that and a few other things, like, you know? But they, they'd be big things now. That'd be an issue for me that I haven't dealt with. It sounds like you're getting there, though. And I don't, I don't want to sound like fucking a pretentious prick, but, like, this is helping. Uh, opening up a bit more about it. I, I I'm I'm okay opening up with it. I'm okay talking about it, but I still don't know how to cope with it. Like I'm like I'm choking up here because I'm getting upset about mm. the, that moment, that fight that I had with Jay. And in me head, I'm visualizing. Uh, it, it's born into me brain. Me throwing the clothes over the balcony onto the soaking wet ground, and I'm just riddled guilt mm. and it's just a horrible horrible feeling like. well I only had a conversation today with somebody who lost a loved one over 10 years ago and they were recapping that day and they said to me I actually can't talk about that mm. I, I don't like talking about this and so you're saying oh you still find it hard to cope with it mm. so this is somebody who's what well, I think it's I don't want to get like, too specific I think it's about 12 or 13 years probably more and they were talking about the day a loved one of theirs passed and they still can't cope with it. So mm. I don't think it's something that you just say, oh, yeah, sure, that many years has gone by now. Yeah, you're okay with that. Yeah. I don't think it's something you'll ever yeah. be able to cope. Like, put a label on it and say, yeah, done, we move on. You know, like that. You don't yeah. just box her away. So the fact you're choking up now, that's, I don't want to say normal thing. Yeah, but like, it's understanding. Yeah, it's understanding. It also goes back to the fact where I'm saying, where there's always someone worse off than you. Mm. I always stop myself from letting myself be upset because I'm like, well, it's hurting me, yeah, but like, it must fucking kill me ma. Yeah. Because it's her son, like, so there's always someone worse off. I'm not letting myself be upset by it, like, you know what I mean? But, but recently, like, more recently, I am letting myself be upset by it or allowing myself to feel guilty for it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Does that make any sense or am I talking no, bollocks? <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah. He said it. I just, <laughs> don't know what to say. Like. No, I think, I don't know, Joe, I think it is going to help a lot of people and I think it will help you as well. Mm. I don't know, it's just because we're not professional but I think this is what I was hinting at. Like, if you say it to people, it, it helps because you become familiar with addressing it. You know, like that. Yeah, as you verbalise it, you start to understand it a little bit more. Mm. And I think if you were to tell the story to someone now in two weeks' time, you mm. might put different words on it because mm. you'll tell the story a bit, but then you become more familiar with what actually happened. And, yeah. You know, and there was more. It wasn't just you. There was more to it. There was outside factors there. It, you know what I mean? It's not your fault. Like. Yeah, I know. That's 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 one thing that I need to deal with is... is I, I put a lot of blame on myself mm. for everything that's gone wrong in my life. Uh, I blame myself. Like I, I, I hate, I have a, hate myself for it as well, which is mm. why I'd get that feeling to do something stupid because I feel like if I wasn't here, then those things wouldn't have happened or it'll stop something bad from happening in the mm. future because that's, that's the mind frame that you can get into. I don't feel like that right now, this moment. Yeah. But when I'm in, I can. Do you mean you've done something stupid by signing up to do this podcast 100%. two times? What was I thinking? Voice. What was I thinking? For a bit of self-promotion? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to even. Sorry, oh, you haven't <laughs> shed a lot either. Well, <laughs> Calvin's like turns players. Like, <laughs> like, players take the mic. We're like, <laughs> not to have a bad lump. Me. <laughs> I there's a, oh. a story. I don't know how to get into this, but it's a happy ending story, and you t- kind of touched on it, and it's very personal, and I don't want to seem very brazen to get onto it, but your son. He has a very peculiar name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah. tell us that story? Yeah, his name is uh, Oliver Ice McGuckin. Uh, Ice is his middle name because when he was born... So this is what you've touched on, the complications? Yeah, so there was complications at his birth and that was a, a big... That was that was the hardest thing that I've ever, ever had to be through. And it's hard... It, it's like, yeah, it, it was the hardest thing that I ever had to go through because when he was born... Uh, there was complications at the birth, and when he was born, he wasn't alive or breathing. There was no brain activity, there was no heart activity or anything, and we didn't notice at the time. You know, when they put the baby on the chest and they try, like, bring the baby to to life with the towel, try to wake the baby up, and uh, that wasn't happening. So then the woman pressed a bell. Uh, we, I, that's when I started to realize, like, oh shit, something's something's going on here, like you know. Um, and then a lot of doctors came into the into the room to try revive Ollie, and that wasn't working. They brought him over to the heating station. They were doing stuff on him, and I was just in shock. I didn't know what to be doing. Me, like I could feel it in my hands. Like I can still feel the emotion of that that time. And they took Oliver away and. Like straight away, they so we got one glance at him, like, and they. Sh- I wish they they never showed him because, like, when they showed him, he was like lifeless and just kind of flopping backwards, and it was just a horrific, horrific sight. I'm like, oh my god, anybody that's gone through anything like that will probably relate to that and feel that horror, horror. Uh, so he was gone, and me and Maura were stunned, shocked, horrified terrified we didn't know what happened and we were left there for like an hour before we got any information about where he went or what happened doctor uh, a thief from the rotunda came in to explain what happened that he was born with no brain activity because of lack of oxygen to the brain for whatever reason Uh, and they brought him down to the neonatal intensive care unit, NICU. Um, and he was having a bunch of seizures as they were trying to bring him to life. And to protect his brain, there's a new cooling treatment. I think it's only about seven or eight years old now. There's a cooling treatment that brings the body temperature way down so that the brain can not do any more damage to itself. Uh, it was just... It was it was horrible, and then when we, he was in that's that treatment lasts for three days, so when we went down to see him, he was blue because he was freezing, so it was horrible to see, and like to touch his we touched his feet and it was so cold it was like touching a you know a, a dead body and it was just freezing cold and there was wires coming out of everywhere. 
And then towards the end, they'd done a, a, an MRI scan on his head and they said that he has severe brain damage and that, like the best case scenario was that he has, he survives and he has cerebral palsy and we were prepared for that, like we were preparing for the worst but we were just coursing, I was coursing everybody because I felt like, again, this was my fault, this is only happening tomorrow because of me, you know what I mean, I done this to her. He, he, then he was in, after the cooling treatment, he stayed in ICU for another two weeks. Um, Marla was pumping milk in a hotel. I don't know how much detail he should be going into. <laughs> like, Marla was pumping milk in the, in the Geordie's hotel across the way and bringing milk over and every two hours. And she was exhausted for two weeks like she was doing that. She never slept. Um, but then after the two weeks, uh, after the two weeks, they sent him to the comb to do a, a full CAT scan on his, his brain. And then, so the cooling treatment, what the cooling treatment is supposed to do is stop the brain from doing any more damage to itself. Somehow the damage was reversed and his brain was a hundred percent fine. There was no damage on the on the uh, CAT scans, which is, the doctors couldn't explain it. Mm. Nothing short, nothing short of a miracle, like, you know. And the funny, like, I, I don't want to bring this to a religious place, but my friend Rob gave me a relic from Oliver Plunkett. And we had named him Oliver, but we hadn't told anybody at this point. And he brought up a relic from Oliver Plunkett. It's a piece of his clothes from when he was killed. Uh, he's a saint. And... It's there's so many there's so many um, coincidences. It's just crazy. He was canonized to become a saint. Oliver Plunkett, he's an Irish saint. You're supposed to do three miracles to become a saint. He only ever done two, and he was canonized. So he never done the third one. And we believe that this is his third miracle now because the treatment doesn't reverse the damage. It just stops it from getting worse. Like you know, so. And he's fine now. He's perfect now. He's a happy. He's a happy boy. He's running I'm around and yeah, doing me head in. Oliver, <laughs> Oliver, Oliver, yeah, because he was killed down. It's unbelievable. Did I tell that story? Good. Was that stupid? No, I've that never kind of. It's not an anecdote, like you know what I mean. You know, I had heard briefly why he was called Ice, and I was like, that's a little story because it has a happy ending and all. But yeah. that additional stuff now, that's at the blow my mind. Oh really? Yeah. See that part when you just come in there and you're like, oh, it's supposed to stop, but it reversed it. Yeah. Like oh, I got a shiver down yeah. my back. Goosebumps. Shitting. Like, really? Not, yeah. Shitting's not the right word, but I'm, I've goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. Like the yeah. 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 They couldn't explain it. It was mad. It was, oh, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best of times because to get that news, to go through that hard shit, and to get good news like there's no damage. Like there's yeah. n there's nothing on the cat scans. <laughs> or the, you're like, what the fuck? There's no explanation. There is no explanation yeah. though. But and then like in I don't know. How old is he now? Uh he's three. Ten years time, twelve years time, someone's gonna look at him like, your middle name is Ice, and he has that little story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. what a story is, yeah. Really, it's class, you know isn't it? I mean? it's unbelievable. Be, yeah, it'd be a cool little party piece for him. Cool little party piece, pun intended. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See Ice, Ice baby. <laughs> oh Joe. 
Jesus Christ. that one, Cal. Yeah, I can't, mate. I can't. <laughs> you know what? Like, I would have liked to do this one, like, off the force one because it's not nice to put you through it again. Yeah. And have you do all this, but you never know. In a few weeks' time, you Don't might listen. Don't make it out like we threaten them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to do this. Can I go now? Nah. <laughs> we'll get you on in December for part three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like, I would have liked to do it all in one take because it would have been nice to get it all out. Now, not that we time. knew all of it, but we knew that there was more to it. Yeah. And we knew that there was definitely potential for a part two. And then we knew, let's make it relevant. Let's not wait a year and go, yeah. actually, where were we the last time? So, but like, fuck me, man. You didn't yeah. get a whisper out of me all episode. was good, man. Yeah, it's not just miserable, no, like, you know. Very emotional. Yeah. Well, um, something popped into my mind. We have <laughs> the questions to do. From last week. Fuck the questions, I'm sobbing. But Joe gets to be Quizmaster General this week. So uh, we started a trend last week. Myself and Terrence are going to do over five weeks uh, to see who scores the highest. So last week it was sport. Uh, I clicked it. 1-0 COB. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got a question each, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I so, got my, oh, it was Brazil and France, Brazil and Germany. Oh, yeah. Good show. Would you, I think you would have got my question. What was your one again? The last five. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I had them in my head when you were saying yeah, them. Yeah. I'm not saying I got them quicker than you, I'm just but, saying. Yeah, no, you would have got we it. Yeah, going, you count I, I knew them, yeah. Have you got it there? No. Oh, what's going on? I don't send on the questions, will you? One job, me. <laughs> He's in there sobbing. Yeah. Would you? <laughs> 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 uh, would you have got my one? I would have gave your answers. Would, would you have Brazil and Germany? No, Brazil and. France, you said Brazil and Germany were the right answer, so we're oh, gonna get France. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are these only football questions? No, last week it was. Okay, last week was sport. sport. This week is. Have you got it? No. Alan, what's the story? No signal. Johnny kick him. Okay, he's typing. <laughs> okay. Well, no, that's not. That's Alan? not. Okay, hang on. Don't say he sent them hours ago, and now you're looking in the wrong group chat. <laughs> okay, go, go on, go on. So what? <clears throat> is there a name on them, or you just got for go? talents? Oh shit. Is that a blade topic? Can we dim the lights? <laughs> no. <laughs> you got a, you got a real no. Right. No. Right, right, Johnny. <laughs> and again, for talents. Yeah. What is the smallest country in the world? I know this. I don't know this. Do you? I don't know. I don't have to know it. <laughs> it's Ada. Ah, oh, now come here. Either, no. I, I, I never heard the of Vatican? Am I right in saying that? I haven't got the answers. He just sent me a question. Is the Vatican, which is actually classed as a country, or the oil of man? Am I right in saying that? So which one are you picking, man? Going to go with the Vatican. Right. I, I think you're right, but... Yes, you're right. Yes! <laughs> Good job, bro. You're proud of me. Get it. Nice. I would have said the Vatican. Would you, yeah? yeah. I would have said it, yeah. I really? wouldn't have had it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I would have went for. Northern Ireland or something? <laughs> it's really small, isn't it? Not smaller than the Vatican. That's just a gaff. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the only, like... Right. <laughs> for Calvin. What did Kalon... Hang on, is it's a topic here? Is this geography? Yeah. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Kalon? Ceylon? Yeah. Ceylon? Spell it. C-E-Y. <laughs> hey, well, you're uptown yet, there's a Ceylon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. By Calvin. 
What did Ceylon change its name to in 1972? It's a country. Spell it. C-E-Y-L-O-N. That's a hard one. Bro, that, that is a hard one. No, in, it in is. In 1972. No. But I'm not surprised by anything. They, like, I used to get surprised. So now what I say a lot is people, people know that Calvin is smart, right? But nobody actually knows how smart Calvin is. <laughs> and I can't actually talk about it. But if Calvin wants to do a quiz against anyone in the world, I don't give a bollocks who you're and put me money in. Right. Oh, yeah, on Calvin? Yeah. Come out. I like uh, it. Do you want a hint? Please, because I was very hard. I deserve a well, hint. Actually, how? Yeah, no. No, no, you don't deserve a hint. Ah, bro. Are you looking for a hint? Yeah. It can't be t- if it's a hint, then I guess you're Get half a point. Half a point with a no, hint. No, it's a hint. Come on. It's a big country and they're good at cricket. I oh, know it. I know it. That's a fucking easy hint. You have to give her away there now. Is it Bangladesh? Final answer. Final answer. Lock I, think, I don't I, give a bollocks. I'm one up anyways. I can afford to take a, a, an L this week. I think Bangladesh is a city in a... In India, isn't it? No, Bangladesh, Bangladesh is a country. Is a country. Yeah. Well, it's Sri Lanka. Ah, right. Sri Lanka I is the answer. I was going to guess Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to guess Sri Lanka. You want to get that flip up there without any And we used to sing Sri Lanka. Right, right, but that's the quiz. You have a one more in the quiz. A question each. Well, yeah, you have to drag it out, man. You need content, you know what I mean? No one talks about it. Right, well, we dropped the bomb. Oh, can we announce what we were talking about the other day? That's why I didn't drop when I said that. Yeah. We're, right. right, so we forgot about that. Um, <laughs> What's that? I want to know. Well, drop then, it, drop that. Drop it. Till it after this. Right, so we'll wrap her up. And anyways, Joe, thanks very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Twice. Um, we had a great time with you down the crossover episode as well. Uh, a lot of people are messages on, messaging us. What's the story of everyone stuttering and all this podcast? Oh, no. That's because <laughs> that up. cunt is at the maintenance all emotionally. I'm all <laughs> up my feelings. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm all sad. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's going to be a serious hugging session after this. Oh, stop. <laughs> the crossover episode we done a couple of weeks ago, a lot of people are saying they pay serious money for the uncensored version. Mm, don't blame me. How much is the uncensored version worth? Now, just imagine, it's probably worth, you have to imagine the price of the podcast because we'd be cancelled after. Yeah, so we can't, yeah, yeah, company so would be shut it. down. Liquidation. <laughs> You'd never get a job again. Put a You'd price on the job. Again. Put a price on it. Uh, 150 grand. Is that all? Grand! Yeah. Is that all? You're going to say million, and you're still going to say ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, probably being a bit literal, too literal. Yeah. Listen, Joe, thanks for coming on. Thank you. It was a um, pleasure, as always. Thank you. And will we wrap this one up? Because I don't even know what to say anymore. Yeah, I love I you, boys. I love you, boys. I love everyone listening. I love go. all the boys. Legends. Right. Remember, remember the first episode? You just wanted to slag me for Starla. Yeah, now <laughs> no, we feel like we've come, we come a long we, way. Yeah, he's yeah. still dirt. Like, he's still dirt. And he's, like, he's <laughs> going to grow up and all. But, like... I have a lot of time for you. I love you the yeah, bits. Yeah, I do, but... Fuck, fuck this. Yeah, take us out, Johnny. <laughs> Boom. Fuck me, man. That really was a joint. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. The Hip Knocker.